Hello there. Welcome to the Beloved Son Ministry Show, where we who were once only the prodigal children now dare believe that we really are the beloved children of the Father. This Father who has loved us with an everlasting love. So now, let us come together, yes, in all of our brokenness, in all of our woundedness, but also in all of our belovedness, to share with one another the impact God has had on our lives and the impact that He continues to have in our lives, so that our curses may become crosses and our crosses may truly become blessings. So welcome home, my beloved brothers and sisters. Well, good afternoon, brothers and sisters. Today is our final day of our Holy Week retreat, day seven. We have arrived on Holy Saturday, the day that is particularly special because it is the day where the earth is still because our God and King is asleep. Asleep, but that doesn't mean idle. He may be asleep, but he's doing a great deal of work, and we'll come to see that in just a few minutes. So let's just begin the prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Ever-living Father and all-powerful God, your only begotten Son descended into the depths of the earth, from which he rose again in glory. Grant to your faithful, buried with him in baptism, to share in his resurrection to eternal life. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Welcome again. Today, as you may know already, there is no Mass. There is no Mass on Saturday. Of the Holy Week. On Holy Saturday, there is no Mass at all because our Lord is asleep. Our Lord is out of the tabernacle. There is no Jesus. He's he's in the tomb. But of course, um, come the Easter Vigil, which is really is Easter Sunday. So so don't get, get confused. There is no Holy Saturday Mass, but we do have the Easter Vigil, the Easter Sunday Mass in the night, as we call it. And so if you were able to go to church this morning for prayer, or whatever it may be, you notice that the tabernacle is empty. It is still empty as it was yesterday because our Lord is still in the tomb. And so today's reflection is really going to be on um, a second reading from the Office of Readings. And as you know, in the church, we have the uh, Liturgy of the Hours, which priests pray five times a day. And the first of the five offices is known as the Office of Readings or Matins for those of us who may know the other terms. And every year we get this second reading. It is an ancient homily on Holy Saturday, which I think is beautiful. And so that is what we will reflect on today. So I will read it and there will be some music in the background. So feel free to just close your eyes or you, you can even follow along. So um, here it is. Give me one second. Some water. Okay, now we'll start.
something strange is happening. There is a great silence on earth today. A great silence and stillness. The whole earth keeps silence because the king is asleep. The earth trembled and is still because God has fallen asleep in the flesh. And he has raised up all who have slept ever since the world began. God has died in the flesh and hell trembles with fear. He has gone to search for our first parents as for a lost sheep, greatly desiring to visit those who live in darkness and in the shadow of death. He has gone to free from sorrow the captives of Adam and Eve, he who is both God and the son of Eve. The Lord approached them bearing the cross, the weapon that had won him the victory. At the sight of him, Adam, the first man he had created, struck his breast in terror and cried out to everyone, My Lord, be with you all. And Christ answered him, And with your spirit. He took him by the hand and raised him, saying, Awake, O sleeper, and rise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. I am your God, who for your sake have become your son. Out of love for you and for your descendants, I now by my own authority command all who are held in bondage to come forth, all who are in darkness to be enlightened, all who are sleeping to arise. I order you, O sleeper, to awake. I did not create you to be held a prisoner in hell. Rise from the dead, for I am the life of the dead. Rise up, work of my hands, you who were created in my image. Rise, let us leave this place, for you are in me, and I am in you. Together, we form only one person, and we cannot be separated. For your sake, I, your God, became your son. I, the Lord, took the form of a slave. I, whose home is above the heavens, descended to the earth and beneath the earth. For your sake, for the sake of man, I became like a man without help, free among the dead. For the sake of you, who left the garden, I was betrayed to the Jews in the garden, and I was crucified in the garden. See on my face the spittle I received in order to restore to you the life I once breathed into you. See there the marks of the blows I received in order to refashion your wrapped, your warped nature in my image. On my back, see the marks of the scourging I endured to remove the burden of sin that weighs upon your back. See my hands nailed firmly to a tree for you who once wickedly stretched out your hand to a tree. I slept on the cross and a sword pierced my side for you who slept in paradise and brought forth Eve from your side. My side has healed the pain in yours. My sleep will rouse from you, your, will rouse you from your sleep in hell. The sword that pierced me has she the sword that was turned against you. Rise, let us leave this place. The enemy led you out of the earthly paradise. I will not restore you to, to that paradise, but I will enthrone you in heaven. I forbade you the tree that was only a symbol of life, but see. I am life itself, and now one with you. 
I appointed cherubim to guard you as slaves are guarded. But now I make them worship you as God. The throne formed by cherubim awaits you. Its bearers swift and eager. The bridal chamber is adorned. The banquet is ready. The eternal dwelling places are prepared. The treasure houses of all good things lie open. The kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. We should just take a few minutes to take all that in. Isn't it a beautiful, a beautiful homily and quite moving? So we'll just go through this bit by bit. And um, the first is there's stillness. There's a great silence and stillness on the earth today because the king, the king, our God and king has fallen asleep in the flesh, right? Fully affirming that God has become man in Jesus Christ, who has taken on a human nature, both God and man, but he but the God died in the flesh on the cross. Right? The earth trembled, remember? On Good Friday, when our Lord said his final words, there was a, a tremble in the earth and a veil torn in two in the sanctuary of the temple. The earth trembled. Then it was all still. And look at that. By falling asleep in the flesh, our Lord raised up all who have slept. Ever since the beginning, in the very first moment when sin entered the world, all those who have died were in, in the place of the, uh, of the dead that we call Sheol. 
and we've been waiting thousands of years for this moment for this moment but now that they can be freed from the place of darkness shadow of death so that they may now live in the life that God had planned for them for all from all eternity communion with him and look at this line that I underlined here God has died in the flesh and hell trembles with fear hell trembles with fear imagine this we often forget that in the creed in the Apostles Creed we say that Jesus descended into hell that dying was not enough he went down to the place of the dead he went down to hell to free the souls of the just of course in a different understanding of hell that we have now but the place of the dead that God descended himself not just to earth but under the earth to free the souls of the just and the first people that he goes to find Adam and Eve the first people that our Lord goes to find is Adam and Eve and imagine just picture this close your eyes and picture this that our Lord from the earth descends to hell the hell is this darkness darkness with 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 the absence of light and imagine our Lord who is light itself descends descends down to the place of the dead enlightening everything bringing to what was dead life that's why they say that hell trembles with fear because the light is now descending and shining on the place of darkness on the place of death life and light now comes what a beautiful image and powerful really that God descends to the depths of our human pain and suffering and darkness and despair and brings into it new life, breathes into it the spirit of life, enlightening those places. What a beautiful, beautiful gift that we are given. And when Adam, beautiful encounter here between Adam and Jesus, right? That at the sight of Adam, the first man he had created struck his breast in terror and cried out, my Lord, be with you all. Telling the, the soul was waiting that this is our Lord. This is my Lord. He has come to save me and to save you. And then we get the response we have from Mass. And with your spirit, our Lord says to him. And he took him by the hand, raised him up, and says, let's go. Wake up from your sleep. Wake up from it. For I am your light. And I've come to give you light and life. I am your son who for your sake became your son. I, I am your God for your sake became your son and he was out of love for our first parents and for all, the, all of his descendants including us 
he now again frees them from bondage, brings light to those who are in darkness, and raises them up. And look at this, look at this powerful line. I did not create you to be held a prisoner in hell. God does not wish anyone to be in hell. God does not cast down anyone to hell, except for those who put themselves there. We need to re remember that, that God does not send anyone to hell. We, by our choosing, by our actions that turn away from God, we choose to be in hell. So don't think that, that God, and, and that's why the false concept of predestination from Calvin, if you remember this, that he believed that God created some people to be in heaven and God created some people, some people to be in hell. Why would God create someone to live a life, strive to do good, and then go to hell? That makes no sense right? Hence, I did not create you to be a held a prisoner in hell. God wills the salvation for all. So remember that. And, then, and the next time you, you, you meet someone who believes in predestination, tell them that no, God wills for everyone to be in communion with him in heaven. That's why our Lord went down to hell. Not so that some could be saved, but that so that all could be saved. Again, a lot of rising imagery. And look at this beautiful image here, right? Leave this place for you are in me and I am in you. Together we are one. And we cannot be separated. We are one. Jesus is the head of us, the body. It makes no sense that Jesus is in heaven and we're in hell. No. We're together. We are one body of Christ. We are one. You know, very, very beautiful, very grateful. It should, it should evoke within us a, a spirit of gratitude for the great sacrifice. You know, th there is no other religion that has a God who loves their creation, who becomes one of them, who dies the most terrible death. And rise from the dead so that the created beings can have new life. There is no religion, no religion other than ours that has a God who is father, a father who loves his creation, his children. What a beautiful, what a beautiful gift and truth that we as Christians, as baptized Christians are. And another striking image here, for the sake of you who left the garden. Again, he's speaking to Adam, right? You who left the garden, expelled from it. And yet our Lord was betrayed in that garden by the Jews, right? Again, the, the connections between the first Adam and Jesus, the new Adam, right? The new Adam, Jesus, who um, by his obedience, um, reverses the disobedience of the first Adam. But look, um, where is it? 
and again, you know, he 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 shows um, Adam like he showed Thomas, right? Look at my marks, my wounds, my scourging, my scars. Look, just for you, for you, so that you might be restored to life, the life that he has intended from all beginning for you, the life that never ends. I slept on the cross and a sword pierced my side for you who slept in paradise and brought forth Eve from your side. I, I think I, I mentioned something similar yesterday, how just as Eve was formed by the side of Adam, his rib, so too is a church born from the side of Christ on a cross when the soldier pierced our Lord on the side and water and blood flowed out. My side was healed. My sight has healed your wounds, your pains. My sleep will rouse you from your sleep in hell. The sword that pierced me has she the sword that was turned against you. Saying that Jesus took on all our sufferings, all our pains, so that we now might not die, but live. Now, finally, this final paragraph of this homily is, um, I want you to listen to, to this again and listen as if Jesus is speaking this to you, to you personally. One second here. Okay. Rise. Let us leave this place. Let us leave this place of suffering, of darkness, wherever it is that we are right now that, that brings us to the darkness, that clouds us, that gives us worry, anxiety, doubt. Our Lord says, rise, let us leave. Leave that place. And he takes us by the hand. He takes us by the hand. The enemy led you out of the earthly paradise. It is sin and the enemy who tempts us away from God away from the communion, away from the body of Christ. But Jesus says he will not restore you to that paradise, but rather he gives us more. But I will enthrone you in heaven. I will enthrone you in heaven. I forbade you the tree that was only a symbol of life. Remember in the garden, God said you can eat from any of these trees except for this one. But yet they did. And, and that was a tree of life, right? The tree of a symbol of life. But now Jesus, who is life itself, dwells within us. I, who am life itself, am now one with you. I appointed the cherubim to guard you as slaves are guarded. But now I make the angels worship you as God. I make the angels watch you, protect you, guard you. The throne formed by the cherubim awaits you. Its bearer swift and eager. The bridal chamber is adorned. The banquet is ready. The eternal dwelling places are prepared. The treasure houses of all good things lie open. And brothers and sisters, the kingdom of heaven has been prepared has been prepared for you from all eternity 
it was not enough for Jesus to die on a cross. He descended into hell, trembling, causing hell to tremble because the source of light and life is now coming into the darkness to break open the gates of hell and free everyone, freeing all the souls that are just, who's been waiting for him. So that the heavenly banquet may now be filled and it will continue to be filled and many rooms will be prepared for us. That is how much God loves us. That he was willing to become man, to suffer, to die, and to go into hell to free all those who were just and who were repentant. And the kingdom of heaven has been prepared for you from all eternity. And God awaits us, brothers and sisters. God awaits us. Now, I just want to show you a few pictures of that, that really depicts this beautiful scene of, of our Lord freeing the souls of the just here. First, we have here Jesus from the mouth of hell, leading out Adam by his hand, raising him up. Eve right next to him, and then all the other saints, probably, probably uh, Moses and everyone else of the prophets, freeing them. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And look how the enemy is trying to pull the chain to close it, but they have no chance. There is, they stand no chance before our Lord. No matter how hard they try, he can't close it because life and light and God is before them. Beautiful. And this one, another image. You see the chains here? The chains here, he's, he's trying to chain them, but no, no more chains. Our Lord has come into the darkness. See, see this? The light imagery here in the darkness, here he comes. Be, get ready, here he comes into the darkness. Here's Adam, here's Eve. And all the other saints and I'm sorry, all the other prophets and all those who have gone before him. And this one final one, again, look, his wounds are here. The cross that we heard that he showed Adam, right? The wounds are here. And he is raising Adam up and Eve right behind him and all the other just people. Say, so let's go. Let's go. Hell has no match for our Lord because life has conquered sin and death once and for all. And in just a few hours, we will again celebrate this at the Easter Vigil, where once again we may praise him, singing Alleluia. The Gloria will be sung, the bells will ring, the light will be turned on, and candles. In, within the sanctuary and in the church, light, the light of Christ will come to us. How blessed are we? Now let us just take two minutes in meditation. Two questions I offer for reflection. Well, two prompts really. Let us be still and rest with Christ right now. Imagine now we are in the tomb with the Lord waiting for that moment 
when earth once again would tremble because he is now he is now leaving hell bringing all the souls to heaven imagine that tr- that trembling and the great amount of force that that would come up breaking the gates of hell coming up and going to heaven that's what we await and do we believe that the same god who created us in his image is the same god who became man died for us and freeing and, and rose from the dead and freeing all those who come to believe giving them life do we believe that do we believe in the paschal mystery and do we believe that our lord the life and light itself has come into the darkness to free us let us hand over all of our darknesses to the lord and invite him just as he went down to hell to come into our darkness so that our darkness may tremble in fear for the light has come let's take, let's take two minutes Right before we go to our final prayer, I just want to show you this picture once again. Um, this is known, known as a harrowing of hell. We can see Jesus literally knocking down the door to hell. Isn't that amazing? Look at that. With his cross, with his wounds, he knocks it down. It, it's, it's, it's just beautiful. And we see the sorrows of hell here. We see people suffering. The poor souls who have chosen to reject God. The beautiful. 
So now our final prayer. Let us pray. <clears throat> All powerful and ever-living God, your only Son went down among the dead and rose again in glory. In your goodness, raise up your faithful people, buried with him in baptism, to be one with him in the eternal life of heaven, where he lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Well, that concludes our Holy Week retreat. Thank you for joining me this week. And hopefully it's been as prayerful as it has been. Um, I hope it has been as prayerful for you as it has been for me. It's, it's always a joy to, to, to grow with each other in, in faith and in prayer. And I wish you a most blessed Easter. Remember, always live in the resurrection. We are an Easter people. Don't forget that. We don't belong in the darkness. We don't belong in fear. We don't be belong in the anxiety. We don't belong to death because life has been brought to us. We have the light and life within us. And God, who is life, Jesus, who is life as our head, and we are his body, we can't be separated. We are one. And we always remember that. So thank you again for joining me today and this entire week. And I hope you have a blessed Easter season. Remember, it's, it's, 50, it's 40, 40 days and then 50 days before Pentecost. So it's a long season to always live live in the light. So thank you again. And, and sorry for, for, for those who may be watching later. It, 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 it might be a bit loud because I was just so excited to share with you this beautiful homily um, from, from the ancient fathers. So, so hopefully you find that helpful. So, so until next time, God bless you and Mary keep you. Know, know my prayers and please pray for me. See you later. Bye-bye. God bless. For more audios, videos, blog entries, and other resources, please visit us at www.belovedsonministry.org.